Welcome to the Storm Times podcast, where we take you behind the news each week. I'm Danielle Gordon-Broom. I'm Jeremy Bergen. I'm Jackie Lennox. Well, last Friday was really exciting around town. Uh, it was Black Friday, as many of you know and took advantage of. And I think we all got to get out and find some bargains and some deals ourselves, and get a little bit closer to finishing our Christmas lists. Yes, the stores around Swan River did a great job hosting deals for the community and were abuzz with Christmas shopping. It was great to see so much local support happening, and I know so many people that will love the gifts that were purchased in their name. The annual Christmas tree lighting that happened at the Chamber of Commerce was a nice way to kick off the evening. There was such magic and love in the air. The children were so eager to be the first one in line to see the tree light up and to be on Santa's lap over by the big bonfire. It definitely tops one of my Christmas favorite things to do here for sure. I I didn't make it out this year, but I know you got your family out, right, Jeremy? Yes, I stopped by the Christmas tree lighting and we had some hot chocolate and some hot dogs and my son sat on Santa's lap and it was a great time out there. Did you get a good photo or was it uh, a Christmas ball one that we can throw in the paper? No, he actually, he, he smiled and he was a little bit uncomfortable, but I think he, he did all right. Well, good for him. I still can't get my children to go sit on Santa's knee at 10 and 4, so <laughs> you're doing well. So along with your news each week, we like to give you some feel-good stories, and Jeremy had a couple of really good ones this week. Yes, one of the ones I wrote about was 14-year-old Amara Campbell had the privilege of dropping the ceremonial puck at uh, a Jets game last month. The opportunity was part of her role as an ambassador for childhood cancers, as Amara has been struggling with, oh, I believe it's called osteosarcoma. And it seems like she's uh, getting really close with that Jets organization after uh, working with Blake Wheeler and his wife, Sam, to raise some money for cancer research. And then also on my list of a little bit of feel-good stories, uh, this one may be a little bittersweet because this person I wrote about is now passed. She passed away in July, but we felt it was important to celebrate her contribution to the community. Um, This person is Lena Friesen, and she was part of bringing 10,000 villages to Swan River for uh, many years and uh, headed up the initiative for the last five years. And uh, she certainly was an important person to a lot of people and did a lot in helping out those less fortunate than herself. And they've actually decided um, not to host the 10,000 Villages sale this year, which I know is something that a lot of people look forward to. I've had a couple of people ask me about when it is and how come they haven't seen any advertising for it. But that's just kind of their way to get, I think, back on their feet. And hopefully they can find another uh, organizer that was as dedicated as she was and get that sale going again next year. Mm -hmm. I think once they reorganize themselves, I think they're going to be looking forward to bringing it back in future years. And then, and then another thing that I had on my list last week, uh, I think I had the oddest fire call that I ever attended in my career here. Um, and I drove up to where all the emergency services were parked, and there was a car parked on the Swan River behind Crescent Drive. And it sounds like it was somebody had taken the vehicle and driven it over the bank, and then went for a little pleasure cruise before before parking it in the middle of the river. I know I was surprised that the river was frozen enough at this point with how mild it's been lately that, that it could actually hold the vehicle. So 
I was a little shocked to see that when, when yeah. I uh, came to check it out. But uh, I think part of the story there was that they found out that they, the river wasn't entirely frozen downstream. So they had to do a little whip around and uh, park it almost back where they took off on the bank. Well, we do see some interesting things, but uh, I have to agree with you there that that's probably one of the most interesting to date that I've seen too. So <laughs> always something. On the sports side of things, hockey definitely took over the weekend for me from the AAA Parkland Bantam hockey game in Swan River on Friday night, where they won by a final score of 4-1. to one. I jumped over to Minnetonas to watch the Axemen, where they took their own 4-1 to one victory, and then back to Swan on Sunday for high school hockey. They won a very dominant 8-2 to two game, and it was just a great weekend to see our local talent out there cutting up the ice, playing a game that they love. All the fans in the stands are... Seemingly more excited than any season ever, but I'll probably say that every season. <laughs> and it's definitely, it's been a good time on the ice this year so far. So part of our job is getting out and doing some really fun things in the community. And that's just something Jeremy's going to check out this week when he goes up to the Duck Mountains. Yes, uh, we found out that the cross-country trails behind the Duck Mountain Forest Centre uh, are open and clear now, so I think I need to head out there and give those a go because I haven't made it up to that site yet. Yeah, I hear it's I, it's been a long time since I've been up there, but I hear um, they're well done and, and very beautiful, and they have that warm-up shack there now. Um, and you can, I think it's groomed cross-country ski trails as well as you can do things like snowshoeing or just hiking and stuff that way. So should be a fun experience, something a little bit different, and get out of the office. Christmas events continue for me this week. I'll be heading over to the Festival of Trees at the Northwest Regional Library. That event runs from the 3rd to the 7th and is open during regular business hours. Go check out all the beautiful displays created by organizations throughout the valley and vote for your favorite. I'll also be at the Elk Santa Day, which is Saturday at the Swan River Elks Hall from 1 to 3. Santa will be there, so if you haven't gotten your list into him yet, make sure you come down. And then I'll be making my way over to Mistletoe Magic at the Swan Valley Historical Museum. This is an event I've been looking forward to for weeks. So much has gone in from the community to refurbish the Kern's old Christmas decorations and light up the museum like never before. It's sure to be a can't-miss event with horse-drawn wagons, carolers, a bonfire, you name it, they're pulling out all the stops. As Jackie mentioned, Christmas is the theme for the next couple of weeks, especially for us around here. And we are all pulling double duty. We're not only writing for next week's paper, but we're also working on a couple of pieces that we're going to be including in our upcoming Christmas edition and that's going to be coming out on Christmas Eve and so along with that we're also looking for reader submissions so little short pieces of your choosing whether it's a story or a poem um, maybe even some artwork that you've done that you would like to submit we will take those we're also accepting photos for the Christmas ball. We did that last year and it was really popular. So what that is, is all your crying pictures on Santa's knee and everybody loves those. I know you have a few of those yourself, right Jackie? Oh, those are my absolute favorite. I'm at the point now where my kids smile nicely on Santa's lap and I hate it. I actually <laughs> took them to the Grinch this year and I made it a huge spectacle for weeks. I talked about how scary he was and that he was going to come steal all their presents and my youngest daughter just loved him. I was so disappointed. <laughs> so then the last thing we're also doing is a, a cover page contest. So the younger children, we suggest maybe grades one to three, can draw a picture. And maybe even they will end up being on the cover of our supplement. 
So there's a couple of options there, and all of those can be sent to myself at editor at starintimes.ca, and the deadline for those is December 15th. We're also doing a couple of different things with our Christmas section, so hold out one special little gift because uh, coming out in that Christmas section is wrapping paper, which will be completely designed by our little grade ones in the schools, so that should be super cute and uh, something a little bit different. Well, that's all for this week. If you liked our podcast, be sure to follow us through your favorite podcast listening app. You can also find us on the host site of anchor.fm slash svstar.